So, Terlingua was built in the 30s during the Quicksilver boom. Do you know what that is? I didn't know what that Quicksilver? is. Quicksilver? Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, it's a brand in the mall that's overpriced <laughs> for, like, kind of people who want to be emo, but, like, also kind of surfer people. It's just very So, yeah, trash. I know what it is. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. My name is Kendall, and I'm here with my co-co, Caitlin. Hello. Hey, girl. So, I'm just remembering, I, like, have the drink down. I have some notes. I totally forgot that we do a fucking question, but I think I have a decent one off the top of my head. Okay. Have you ever been to Big Bend? No, so when you originally said Big Bend, I thought you meant Indiana, because that's a big city in Indiana. Oh. And uh, when you said that, when you were first heading out, I was like, shit, I mean, like, <laughs> you're going really far. <laughs> um, so no, I have not, no, nor have I even heard that there was a Big Bend, Texas. Okay, yeah, so that's kind of the, I think the norm, it's like, it's kind of a national park secret. And then, strangely, it's like the people who come here, who have been here, rave about it. So it's like secret and then, oh, like, it's like secret and then secret society. It's like, oh my god, yeah, you'll love it. Like, go da, 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 do this, 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 and this. There's like 40 fucking trails and um, it's beautiful. So it's like right at the um, border of Texas and Mexico. So it's, you know how Texas on like the, I was going to say the left side, that's probably the wrong way to say that. On the northeast, southwest side of Texas, there's that like, eh, like squiggles like down and then up and then back down. Right. Yes. Big Bend is right in that nook. And like, if you were to fill that with water at the bottom of that, that's where Big Bend is. Oh, wow. Well, it sounds like a nice vacation spot for sure. It is. It is currently 94, though. So. Ooh. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, I think everyone knows. Welcome, if you're new. Uh, I just recently moved into a school bus, and the first destination is Big Bend. When I pulled up a week ago, it was like 38 at night, 42, Oof. 45. Something like that, cold, and then it was like the high was like sixty five the next day, and then over the course of the last week, it's um, it's warmed up a bit. So Mother Nature has gotten fickle. <laughs> she is fucking angry. I don't know how to, <laughs> but she's yeah. But apparently the next week is supposed to cool down a little bit. So we're gonna stick around for that. Um, we've done one. Um, hike in the park. Um, I'll have to like we'll have to like post photos. It was so cool. So there's this. Um, have you you've seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, of course. You know the the wall at the at the on the northern end, northern end. Oh my god! Are you are you about to make a Trump wall joke? Okay, no, I'm going the opposite <laughs> way on purpose. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Out here, I'll send you a picture. It's like. A nat- it looks just like that. It looks just like the wall from Game of Thrones. Not Donald oh, Trump. Wow. Fuck Donald Trump. 
But, <laughs> <laughs> but there is also like a local joke of like, you don't need a fucking wall. Look at that thing. And it's, it's huge. But wow. there's a crack in it. There's a, um, oh shit. I just forgot the word. Um, canyon. A crevasse. A crevasse. For a the crevice. Bre- yes. Um, there's a canyon that this little, it's called Terlingua Creek carved out, you know, 400 fucking million years ago, whatever. And then you can hike up in there and it's just so darling. It's so cute. So today we're going to be talking about Terlingua, the history. It's a ghost town. It's the most visited ghost town in Texas. Um, a little bit about Big Bend. We're going to get drunk because it's fucking hot and um, be well on our way. So the drink of the episode um, we'll get into a little bit of the history of this in a bit, but there's a, there's a famous restaurant here, and it's called the Starlight Theater Restaurant Bar, um, and they make their own tequila. I haven't made it in yet because I accidentally, coincidentally, got down here right as spring break started. Um, <gasps> so 94 and a bunch of teenagers. It will... Fucking literally, like <laughs> the the wait. There's like you know, there's like five restaurants here, and this is the one that you go to, Starlight. The wait was two and a half hours the other day. Ew. So, Ew. So, Ugh. um, haven't made it in yet. I called my mom, and she was like, <laughs> "Well, do you have anything better to do?" It's like that's a fucking great point. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, okay, but not in 94 degrees. I, I have right. a, a couple things that I'd like to do, like not stand in line in the hot sun, but, you know. <laughs> Crawl call under Call me a, a princess, but. <laughs> Crawl under a fucking rock and hide for the next six hours. That's right. Um, mm. Excuse me. Send pictures, though, and let me know how it is. Like, let me know how the restaurant and bar is, because, like, when you do go, because it'll be really cool. And uh, if you send me photos, I'll post it on our socials so that people can see it. It's like a free advertisement, for telling, you know, for the city. I, I mean, honestly, we need to just start sending invoices at this point. We've done this shit for so many people. It's ridiculous. We're so good to people. <laughs> I'm not saying we're doing God's work, but, like, we're doing God's work. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Karma. Please, God. Somebody give me some points. Um, okay. So, at Starlight, they make their own tequila and... Um, They've got a bunch of different ways to, like, get it down your gullet. So they've got all these different famous cocktails. And one of them is called the Old Gringo. And I thought it just sounded fabulous. I'll let you know how it is. Um, It's kind of similar to a margarita, but orange, lime, and then their house-made reposado tequila. So, Especially on a 94-degree day. That sounds really nice. Fucking literally. like, (laughs) Can you just throw one out to me while I'm in line, please? So they've got this thing that they're kind of even more famous for called the porch. And it's literally just a porch with the shade structure. And it's like the only shade in the 100 mile radius. So all these locals. (laughs) Oh, no. It's BYOB. So you go sit up on the porch, drink beer, smoke. Um, We'll get into all the the cool history about it. But um, I think I'm going to head up there in a bit just because. Yes. You know. We're, so you are in the, um, we'll say New England. What uh, what temp is it there? 
Um, today it's a little cooler, but we were having like high seventies, um, the last couple days. It was beautiful, but today it's like uh, a high of like 57 uh, or something. So it's a little crisp. It's a little, it's a little, um, you know, crisp and brisk outside, <laughs> but you know, the ice queen loves it. <laughs> so, I'm like, open all the windows. And like my family's like, please, please. We were good. Don't, don't go. hurt us. <laughs> Uh, tradesies. Um, okay, so a little bit about, um, I was going to just jump right into Terlingle, but I'll do a quick to-do of how we got here. So from yes, Fort please. Worth to Terlingua is about a seven and a half hour drive if you can go the Texas regulated 85 down the highways. Um... I like how you put that caveat in there. Sounds like you didn't do that. Well, so I got the bus weighed and coming in at just over, I think, 18,000 pounds. She's a beast. She only goes about 55 downhill. Oh, baby. She's she's so sweet. It's fine. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, man. You're taking the scenic route. Like... Man, yeah, you're going slow. Not in a rush, which is kind of, it's good to be like, because apparently she burns like, she like half, she gets half the gas mileage when you put her at 70. So she can do it, but it's like, you know. It hurts her. It yeah. hurts her. It hurts everyone's feelings. And uh, <laughs> so the trip, it was like three days. So it's a seven and a half hour drive. It took three days. Um, the first night, glamorous. Welcome to your new life as a nomad. Uh, sleeping on the side of the road, which actually ended up being fabulous. We found this rest stop, um, and I never done that. Have you ever done that? Slept in a rest area? Uh-huh. I think so. As a kid, As I a think, kid? like, in, in our van and stuff where there's, like, be- a bed in the back. I think so. I don't know. I don't remember. I've, like, only, yeah, I, and I didn't know that, like, a, like, a passenger car can just pull up. So there was, like, all kinds of folk just conked out. And there was like a Porsche, and then there was like eighteen wheelers, and there, there was a variety of folks. So, wow. Um, Everybody just taking a breather, taking a nap. Just taking a quick nap. Well, and there's nothing out here. I passed through Midland and Odessa, and literally, Caitlin, oil fell out of the sky, covered my car. What? Co- like it? It's so. It was a dust storm. So there was like dust everywhere. It it looked like you know the have you seen the book of Eli? Yes. It looked like that shit. I shit you not. It was like you couldn't see more than a hundred yards in front of you because there's so much sand Whoa. in the air. And then tar oil. It's I can't get it off my car. Like. Oh my god. Well, okay. And another little caveat there, like that sounds like a dream. If I had a man in my presence with me, because you have to remember that every true crime story mm-hmm. starts with a woman alone mm-hmm. <laughs> who's in a car at a rest stop taking a nap. And then it's like somebody's like peeking in and like gonna chop you and make a skin suit out of you. Very so bad. there's a little bit of fear if I didn't have a man with me. But like if I had a, if I had an escort with me, mm-hmm. you know, a chaperone, I feel like that would actually be kind of fun and spontaneous. Yeah. Well. So anyway, sorry, back to the no, dust storm. Tell me about no, life in 
You're right. You're right. I'm looking at you. The camera can't see, but I've got all kinds. Of, I just got knives as a motherfucker just sitting right here. So I'm like, who want to play that? Come for I me. have all the knives hanging from my rear view mirror to show everyone not to fuck with me. Literally. <laughs> I've got four in the window. Um, I love it. <laughs> um, so then we did a quick... Um, 300 miles the next day and uh just a quick just a just quick go. make it all day and there's this place called oh shit madonna mcdonahue madonna Mad- there's some sand hills on the west side of texas that it was we stayed there we like ended up splurging and getting an rv site for the night um but it's like legit sand dunes like but you know, I know Ooh. that I know there's like a thing like that close in New Mexico and stuff. But they were like, for real, for real. Well, did you go outside and play? Oh that? yeah, oh yeah. Good. So much fun, and um, but we were only there for like maybe ten hours, and we slept probably eight of them. Um, so we played for a little bit, and then uh, that last day, we had a, a friend of a friend has some land here in. Terlingua, which has officially a hundred residents. Oh my god! It's wow. tiny. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. And um, he's he's being generous enough to just kind of let us park here for a little bit until we figure out which direction we're gonna go and all that. So, wow, uh, it's been fabulous. That's how we you got. You are here. living an adventure, and you need to keep checking in on with these updates because. Think about how many people would do that if they could, either through obligations they can't or fear they can't. Yeah. So you gotta keep us, um, so like keep us apprised so that we can live vicariously through you, please. I will be thrilled to. I was just talking about that last night about how it's easy to get wrapped up in like what to do every single day and like the checklist and the da 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 and and forget that like I'm doing something that's like a lifelong dream and. So many it's people. the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole point. So, yeah. yeah, don't forget that. But you know what? I mean, this first chapter, as you're just settling into this new rhythm, everything has changed. All your habits have to start over. Like, you know, you need a minute. You need a minute to, like, adjust to what this whole new life is going to be. And then once it starts to become familiar to you in the coming weeks, like, then it's going to be, like, second nature. And then you can really naturally start to enjoy more of the, you know, surprises and just little treasures along the way spot on yes i i said going into it as like six weeks i'm gonna need six weeks to figure out how to get comfortable and we're on like day 11 so um yeah we'll enjoy this too i mean enjoy this process or try to yeah no it's been great it's been we've been so lucky with this connection and everybody here is so nice so let's get into a little bit about trilingual because i just think it's so fucking fascinating um, so, Terlingua was built in the 30s during the Quicksilver boom. Do you know what that is? I didn't know what that Quicksilver? is. Quicksilver? Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, it's a brand in the mall that's overpriced <laughs> for, like, kind of people who want to be emo, but, like, also kind of surfer people. It's just very So, yeah, trash. I know what it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I go back and forth on it. Between that and Hurley, I'm like, does this make me look like a Republican or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, what is Quicksilver? What is that? 
So, I, same same with me. And then I was like, oh, duh, it's Mercury. Oh. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. It's like the old, it's what the, back in the day what they used to call Mercury because, you know, it's it melts at such low temps that it's like quicksilver. Oh, of course. Okay, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, da, 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 da. oh, this is actually a bit about the starlight, and then I'll go into um, Turling itself. So, uh, going back to where the drink, the cocktail, was was, was born, um, built in the 30s during the Quicksilver boom in Turlingua, the spot served as a cool movie theater in the hot desert of Turlingua. When the mines went bust in 1940s, the theater was abandoned and scrapped. And then when modern pioneers began repopulating the area, the roof was missing, but the porch, which we mentioned earlier, uh, provided shade and a good hangout for locals. So thus it became the Starlight Theater. In 1967, it hosted the first Terlingua World Championship Chili Cook-Off and has operated as at its current business as a bar and restaurant slash venue since 19. 19- 91. So, if you're ever in Alpine Marathon, I think what the locals call it, Marathon, um, Alpine Marathon, Southwest Texas, stop by the Starlight Theater. I don't, I, I mean, I haven't been yet, but I hear you have to go. So, go. Um, the Ghost Town. So, I love it. I love it already. I, I, I'll send you, I, I haven't taken pictures of like the cemetery and all that stuff yet, but I will do that and send them to you because it's between, just. Between history, loving history and just worshiping and loving those stories and then just liking the creepy ghost stories, I am enthralled. I am at the edge of my seat. I want to know everything. Okay. Same. But like when I read about it, I was like, oh man, the like folklore about it is much better. So we'll do both. <sighs> Yeah. We'll do both. Do both. Do both. We'll do both. Because <laughs> I was like, this is right up Caitlin's alley because you did the Halloween episode. Yes. You did the witchy episode. You did. Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, Tulingua is Texas's most visited ghost town. And it's located in Brewster County, which is the largest county in the state. And I think maybe in the nation. I need to double check oh, that. Wow. Um, but Tulingua sits right in between the two big bend parks. There's one national and one state park. And it's about three miles from the Rio Grande. So it is very, very, very close to the border. Okay. Terlingua means three tongues, um, likely for two reasons. There were three languages spoken here in its creation, English, Spanish, and Native American, and the three forks of the Terlingua Creek. Okay. A brief aside... That I didn't write into my notes, but I just, like, have to fucking mention. So, there's this uh, hike around this mountain rock. The mountains here aren't really, like... I, they're, like, technically mountains, you know? Like, I think the biggest peak is, like, 9,000 feet. Which is... It's a it's a mountain. But it's not, like, a fucking mountain. Yeah, yeah. It's not the Swiss Alps or anything. Right. It's a good incline if you want to take a hike. I get right. it. <laughs> it's a four on the treadmill. It's not a ten. Yeah. I get it. Exactly. <laughs> Um, they were like, oh, yeah, well, there's this other hike over here that, like, nobody knows about. It's called Indian Head. If you're ever around here, go to Indian Head. Um, it, you just barely sneak into this national park, but there's no, like, guard there. There's nobody there to, like, take your money. So you can just kind of get on to the other side of the fence. And there are old, ancient Indian pictographs. <gasps> yes. And we found some, yes. and it was so 
fucking cool. And they're like etched into the rocks. And um, there's a couple different theories flying around with the locals about what's what. Oh, there's a schoolie. Bye, girl. <laughs> Hi, bro. Hello, brother. Hello. Be, be right behind you. Um, but I will definitely send you pics of this. It's so we found this thing and this, this girl who's here, she's like, I think that this was a birthing chamber. If you look at those pictographs, it kind of looks like this. And there's this rock that has this smoothed out like hole right where, you know, they could have like performed some sort of birthing ceremony. And, um, I found these little teeny tiny handprints, red handprints, um, from way back when. And it turns out that that is from something called cinnabar. It's a pigment, but it's part of mercury. It's like part of the natural form of mercury. Oh, no. So the Indians knew about the mercury. Um, and they used it as like a like a skin marking kind of thing. Um, oh, my God. That's so bad for you. <laughs> I'm. That's what I'm thinking. There wasn't a lot of info about that, which is kind of strange because, like, they know a little bit about, like, the indigenous folk here, but they don't, they don't know a lot about, and I think it's because of the fucking mercury, honestly. I think that (laughs) everyone who's lived here has gone fucking bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) They could just be small town. I mean, you could throw a cocktail together with some mercury to add a little, a little spice to it, but, you know, a small town can make you crazy, That's so fucking true. (laughs) But if you add Mad Hatter's to that i'm just like oh. <laughs> oh my god best reference oh my god best reference yes um okay so that was inside so three th- so to link back, that's the name cool great so the first settlement in the area was a mexican village located on terlingua creek three miles above its confluence with the rio grande in the mid 1980 wait not 19, in the mid-1880s, cinnabar, from which the metal mercury is extracted, was discovered, which would slowly change the region from a single sleepy village into a mining district. The... You've got Cinnabon, and you've got Quicksilver, oh. <laughs> I feel like is coming next. This is modern America. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Uh, the local indigenous folk had long known about the cinnabar and they prized it for its brilliant red color for body pigment. So, um, around 1890, people start to realize there's a lot of cinnabar in the area. And this is weird. They just kind of gloss over this shit in the history of Trilingua, which I think we can all make our own assumptions. Um, it said, um, quote, with the threat of hostile Indians gone... So, where'd they go? Did they just decided to leave? <laughs> did, did they just pack their bags and say, fuck this? I, I doubt it. I've lived here forever, but you, yeah, you take it. That's, you guys yeah, take it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Imagine. So, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They skipped through that part. Yeah. yeah. You get mm-hmm. six words, and that's it. Great. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, companies started moving into the mercury rich land. This is 1890 ish. Um, Four companies began competing until the Chisos Mine Company came in and became the largest mercury producer in the United States. Eventually, Chisos beats out the others and becomes the only operating mining company. um, And it's also running the town, which turns out to be about a thousand people. And it provides a company doctor, mail service, grocer, spotty telephone service, which still to this day is spotty. 
and dependable water, which is dependable. Wow. So, so a lot of those people that went out at the at the gold rush or the whatever the in this case I guess the quicksilver rush, like they most people did not make their fortunes obviously, but the ones who did made. like the equivalent i mean and there was no government regulation to anything so like you could just monopolize the entire industry so that's crazy to me that like it really was like a mad dash to try to make your fortune because you you literally could like this company that you just Mm -hmm. said that came in like the the biggest like producer it's like so easy once you find that that you know equivalent of the oil you know you've struck oil it's the same kind of thing so that's really interesting that just like oh and then you know all of a sudden you've got this company coming in and now it's like the biggest uh, mass produced mercury whatever in like the world or right. you know yeah yeah and it's so funny that you like mentioned that because that's literally in the next two sentences um <sighs> we are the same wavelength uh, you and boom, I. boom 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 even from 14 trillion miles i feel like i'm so far and i'm not <laughs> Um, 14 trillion miles. <laughs> in 1914, the company discovered the largest vein of quicksilver right as World War One was beginning. And they needed a bunch of mercury for, like, airplane instruments and all this kind of, like, military stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was a massive boom. And oh though... God. Supply and demand, man. Oh, yeah. just perfect timing for these assholes. Um mm-hmm. And it said this on this historical site. It said, though secrecy surrounded the operation, it was estimated that by 1934, the company had sold over $12 million in mercury, which back then is like... $14 trillion. <laughs> Trill- it's literally trillions. <laughs> you own yeah. the planet. Yeah. Okay. Um, and one employee claimed the company averaged daily profits of $2,000 during the early war years. Wow. But, like other mines, it wouldn't last forever. After 1936, production declined, and on October 1st, 1942, 42, remember that year, 42, the company filed for bankruptcy. It was sold on March 15th, 1943, to the Texas Railway Equipment Company for $81,000, which, that's fucking millions back then. It was then operated as the Esperado Mine through the end of World War II in, in 1945. Afterward, the surface installations were sold for salvage. So, basically, and I read like three of these sites because I was like, that's not what I've heard and what happened, but it seems to be the historical account uh, agreed upon, is that they came in, they found some quicksilver, the war hat, and then the war hit, and then everybody was down, there was a thousand people down here um, working, and it was a mix of people from mexico it was a mix of some anglos and it was a mix of i don't think that there were many indians working indigenous remember folk. they all left they all packed their bags oh right that's right that's right, right. they just offered it right forgot yeah um <laughs> so they built this little town on this hill which i'll send you pictures of the hill um and basically it's just like a store and the bar thing that they had set up and Historically, it seems like in 1942, business runs dry, and everyone kind of just packs their bags and leaves and goes back to wherever the fuck they came from. But the folklore of it is much better. Let's talk about that. So, yes. Um, 
there is a gravesite when you go halfway up the hill. I would say the hill's like maybe a half mile, maybe quarter mile. Um, okay. As you're going up the hill on your left, there's about a one acre cemetery. Typically not a great sign when um, <clears throat> the graveyard is like walking distance from the mine. <laughs> from the mine That's the not bar. the amounts you want to give your employees, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's all convoluted in my head, as folklore should be, I suppose. But um, the legend has it that everyone that was working in these mine shafts and there's something like 75 mine shafts right around the area the cities had to come in and put like grates over them so people don't fall into them and die because oh. um, they're literally right next to the bar where everyone just gets shit housed um god, uh, oh my god that is a lawsuit waiting to happen oh it's 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 bonkers like, there's still canyons and there's still cliff faces and all this shit and like th- there's nothing i don't mean this rude there's nothing to do out here which i love mm-hmm. But just drink, just yeah, drink just... and stay cool. That, that's what you fucking do. Um, so I don't know how they. Maybe there's been more deaths than I know of, but I don't. They they put the grates over them, and then there's st- steep cliffs everywhere. So, um, Godspeed to the people here. Um, but if you walk through that cemetery, it's like there's. An obvious um, lot of people who died in 1943, 1942, oh. 1943, which is right when they were wrapping up. And the legend has it that they all got fucking mercury poisoning. So, oh, not surprising. Yes. Which, right? They were like down there, breathing that shit in, and then they even had like furnaces touching it. Touching it. Yeah, they had furnaces where they would separate. There's like. You separate the cinnabar from the element itself in a in a furnace. I think is how it works. And so, like the people that worked closest to those, their like teeth would shrink and fall out of their faces. Ugh. And oh my god! Literally turn them like nuts. I'm I don't think that I'm confusing this here, but I haven't like double checked. Mercury poisoning is the one that's like. You could you just become bizarre. Um, I think you do go crazy. I'm gonna look it up right now. Mercury poisoning symptoms. I think it is like the like you said with Mad Hatter. Exactly um, so like S Town. It says, um, yeah, being exposed to two, yeah, right, exactly. That's exactly right. He got um, mercury poisoning. S Town. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, guys. Anyway. <laughs> the <laughs> game late. <laughs> It says uh, nervousness or anxiety. Oh, I might have mercury. <laughs> Irritability or mood changes. I might have mercury poisoning. <laughs> Memory problems. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to get to the doctor right now. Do you eat a no, lot no. of fish? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, no, no, no. It says um, nervousness or anxiety, irritability or mood changes, numbness, memory problems, depression, and physical tremors. And then over time, you get... Um, muscle weakness a metallic taste in your mouth mm. nausea and vomiting lack of motor skills or feeling uncoordinated inability to feel in the hands face or other areas changes in vision hearing and speech difficulty breathing difficulty walking or standing straight so you start looking like you're drunk and walking around and then um 
It says like it can affect like children's development, da da da, long term intelli- intelligence disorders and low IQ, slow mm-hmm. reflexes, damaged motor skills, paralysis, um, and symptoms of ADHD. Jesus. Yeah. Yikes. So, oh, and dental. There's a whole thing on dental fillings. It says because some of them used to be mercury. Oh God. Like the silver fillings. They um, would put mercury in people's mouths. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. This is. Oh my god. Think of <laughs> okay. Well, you can get this kind. Of, like you can get mercury poisoning if you eat too much fish or if a fish has been exposed to mercury. You can especially white al- solid white albacore tuna. Mm-hmm. Which I've got fucking. Look, everybody, I've got fucking 10 cans of right here. This is why we are anxious and have memory problems. Literally? It's not not the drink, it's all the mercury from the healthy fish we're eating. (laughs) If I stay here long enough, which is my thing. Okay, so hear me out. There's all. so, So there's like 10 or 15 of these graves that like are dug. Like they they all died at the same fucking time, yeah. And there's babies. There's like a ton of babies, which like, I mean, obviously it was like probably hard to have kids in that time, regardless. But just like the the amount of deaths right around that time, I'm just like, I really think what happened here is like people went fucking crazy. They operated these mines successfully for about thirty years, and then they went batshit. Yeah. And there was like you know the typical prototypical like bar fights and all this shit on this hill because it's the only fucking bar in like 100 miles Mm -hmm. but i just i like go back in my head and i'm like imagine you know coming from fort worth on a train and landing here where everyone has fucking mercury poisoning (laughs) is fucking crazy yeah right on the border well, and then you've got the stressors of trying to hit it, like you're trying to make money, and you're down in the mine, and you've got, like, serious trauma of, like, hard labor and, yeah. like, whatever, on top of being poisoned every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just a rest, and nothing to do but drink, and then get, and again, and then the, anxiety, and the, depression, yeah. so you get poisoned, and then you go to the bar, of course you're going to fight with somebody or whatever, uh, you know, and then you can't walk, so then you fight with someone, and then you fall in one of those yeah. mine pits. <laughs> right. <laughs> recipe for disaster yeah perfect recipe yeah it's wild it's so Mm -mm. it's crazy it it truly is like nuts to me that this is something that happened and that people didn't know like they weren't aware of the risks you know yeah yeah i had no yeah exactly how the fuck did you not know and like I don't think it's, I think it's actually the coal or whatever, like there's some methane, anytime you're mining, there's something about canaries. Yep. They Uh, know first if it's going to, I think it's like for a number of things, but I think it's like if it's going to cave in too, like I think they have a instinctual crazy get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, did y'all not have any? And then I like look at the birds around here and I'm like, no, you probably didn't have any canaries. So I don't. Yeah. Oh my God. I would grab a fucking canary and lock it in my pocket. Like, you're not going anywhere. $5,000. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'll send you some pics. It's such a cool place. It's so everybody flooded out of here like 1943. It became a legit ghost town. There's ruins of people's houses. There's, um, there's a cemetery. There's the deserted mine. There's all kinds of cool, just like 
artifacty stuff. Can you go in the mine? Of course you can't, because there's mercury in there. I I think you can. I th- <laughs> I think you can. I haven't. Oh my god, we've learned nothing. No, maybe, maybe it's safe. Maybe it's safe. Like just go in the little mouth of it, but like don't wear a lead suit. Or or, yeah, I or, and like don't fuck with the mercury. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'll I... take it as a souvenir. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to. Yeah, I've I've only I've kind of been hunkered down because it's been so hot. But I'll have to mm, yeah, do some digging. Yeah, it's too hot to go exploring. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of it's it's repopulated itself as this like collective of even the historical websites, the historical accounts that I was reading were like it's kind of become this place for like loners, outcasts, nomads, artists musicians it's like a very creative it's kind of got the same similar vibe to marfa but with like Mm -hmm. more texan mexican native american yeah it's just yeah it's a haven for people to kind of come and collect and you know do their thing yeah there's a shit ton of rvs there's a shit ton of people living in vans there's not mm-hmm. much... There's, like, a couple rich people that own all the fucking land, and then everyone else is just shit poor. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody takes care of each other, and it's just a really, really cool community. There's great, fantastic folk here. Uh, super helpful, super super kind, super excellent, all that. So, um, if you're ever in southwest Texas, or Fort Worth even, drive drive from Fort Worth, because Fort Worth is a shithole. And get to Turling. <laughs> how I, I need to look at a map to see how far west it is from like San Antonio, because San Antonio is like the bottom tip. Is that right? No, San Antonio is oh. like San Antonio is the is the southernmost big city for sure. But I think San Antonio is still like three hours from the beach. Okay. I think Corpus. I just types San Antonio to Turlingua. It's six hours and thirty seven minutes. It's a oh. fucking hike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I see, like, how it, where it is in relation to Austin and stuff, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, listen, that's fine. How are the, how is nighttime? Like, is the night sky different? Oh, yes. The first, it's kind of been cloudy at night, the last couple of nights, but the first time we got here, it was dark, and it is gorgeous. It is so <sighs> many stars. Um, McDonald's Observatory is, like, mm, within 200 miles of here, so we're going to try to hit that up on the way out. Cool. It's Fort Stockton, um, but no, it's the, the sky is uh fucking amazing and. Um, I've never seen like the night sky outside of a city before. I oh shit! So I dream of that as a bucket list thing. So I'm I'm envisioning what you're seeing. And again, if it's a cloudy night, I know it's not that exciting, but still, like just how dark it could be. It's very 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 dark. You can kind of see like there's just a couple. Of homes within the like in my eyesight, eyesight right, eyesight, eye line, whatever the fuck, right now. He's got mercury poisoning. <laughs> that should oh, happen no, quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's gorgeous. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I was gonna, I was take, I was take a picture of the sky, but you, like, I don't think that would do it justice. Oh um, man, well that's exciting. I mean, it's it's something on the list for sure. I mean, and just the idea of all the hiking trails and seeing like the abandoned mine shafts and all that—that that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. There's like all these like stories of like people that settled in Big Bend, which is now the national park. Um, I've discovered somebody's old, old, old house uh, on the hike 
up the up to the canyon and then there's another there's just yeah there's just rich history with cool shit of just pioneers doing stupid crazy shit and does it feel like 1940s abandoned like does it feel a lot like that or not really like does it have a 40s feel like a lot of the abandoned places yeah it's well it's just kind of like rocks left over you know like yeah. you could tell oh, wow. there was a house there but the walls are mm-hmm. basically gone and there's like nature took it back she's a fucking mean hateful bitch here she just <laughs> takes it right on back there's like four different types of rock all stacked up on top of each other i've never seen anything like it oh, um wow. it's really really cool but you'll have like shale next to some other like sandstone kind of thing next to some iron thing next to some red rock and it all just kind of mixes all over the place so uh, picks to come for sure. I'm gonna wrap up here so that I can get this file to you on this uh, spotty Wi-Fi. But I'm so thankful for it. So don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, that's so cool. I'm so excited. Where are you headed next? I'm hoping to stay here through the end of the month, ish. Mm-hmm. And then because it's so we're fun- about halfway through the month. Just for anybody who's curious, that's about yes. like a two weeks thing. March thirteenth ish. What is today? March fourteenth. March. Thirteenth. Uh, Look at that. Um, it was so hot. I was like, "How far is Zion? Let's just go straight to Zion." But Zion's a thousand miles from here, so probably Roswell. <laughs> probably. Uh, Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. You know what episode you're gonna have to do then? Uh, right? Whenever I sneak into fucking Area Fifty One and steal the aliens yes. back, <laughs> and liberate them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So. Oh my god. More to come. Hey, really quick. So I was so fascinated by like the town and what you were telling me that I was very rudely also looking up more on it because I was like, this is <laughs> and it says that there um, was a murder in Terlingua. I heard. I... And it says. It says, um, you know, it's a it's a magnet for drifters, um, but not murderers. So when a popular bar owner turned up dead after a night of hard drinking, the tiny town found itself facing some very tough questions. Dun, 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 dun. That might be coming dun, dun, in a couple dun. weeks. <laughs> I saw that that like second link when I searched the link and I didn't have time to read it. I'll have to I'll have to scope it out. So we're going to leave that a mystery. Look it up if you if you want. But um, <laughs> there's a quote here that says, Half the town is drunker than snot 24 hours a day, and they don't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that is such it's a good so... line for a city. They should put that on a sign. <laughs> the mayor? They should put that on the welcome sign. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's it's. It, I think it's true. I think it's like bone dry, the truth. I think that is it. I, Somebody the other day was just like, I'm not going to give any names here, but he was just like, man, it's really nice to talk to people that can, like, string sentences together. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Everyone is so drunk. In your, like, collection of experiences, have you ever been to a place kind of like this before? Uh, To this extreme? No. Hell no. No, 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 no. 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 This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can add it to your collection for sure. I mean, this is something unlike any other place in America, I would argue. I think so. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking there will be some like there's some similarities and like some like RV camping spots like big like this. I think this is pretty, but we'll see. We'll find out. Okay. 
Well, good, honey. Thank you. I'm so excited. And again, please keep us surprised. This is a shorter episode today just for um, logistical reasons, but we'll jump back on when we can and we'll get the longer ones going. Um, Kendall has to be a fucking magician in order to make sure that the tech works everywhere he goes. So just imagine this. You are in a different location you know, every, not necessarily every time we record, but you're in a different location most of the time. And he has to figure out very quickly what the Wi-Fi situation is, what the speed of the Wi-Fi situation is, what the like population area of people using the Wi-Fi around him is. Like he has to truly pull a rabbit out of a hat every single time. And so kudos to him for being able to connect us out in the middle of the Mercury Desert. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for, for taking the time to make sure that we can oh, set yeah. up. And I'm so excited. I mean, you've got so many good stories that are coming just by the experiences that you're going to do. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you, that's a wrap on this episode, I think. Unless, yeah. hon, you got anything else. That's it. All right. Well, listen, we will um, connect with you next week and we will have a brand new episode. Um, have a good week, everybody. And see you later. Bye. Bye. That was good. Yeah, you didn't even yeah. know it was coming. <laughs> it's okay. I think. I think. I think. Yes. <laughs>